Before we get on with the show, just a word of caution. The audio on this episode is not the best. There was a problem with the file, and I did my best to clean it up. But the audio issues notwithstanding, it's still a really great episode, and I'm sure you'll all enjoy it. Now, on with the show. Time to put on your thinking caps. It's another episode of Pod Quiz Hotshot, a trivia game show designed to test your knowledge on general trivia with quizzes and brain teasers. I'm your host, Reggie, and today we have Sarah and Rosa. How are you doing, Sarah? Doing all right. How are you? I'm doing just fine. And Rosa, how are you doing this fine day? Now that the introductions are done, let me just go over the format of the show. Each episode has five mini quizzes with three questions for each contestant. Each question is worth 10 points each. However, if the player gets their question wrong, their opponent can steal for half the points. There are no negative points except for the final question, so a shot in the dark doesn't hurt anybody. Each episode has a theme, and the clues to the theme are in the title of the mini quizzes. At any time, a player can stop the game to guess the theme. If they get it right, they get an extra 10 points. Going into the final, I'll give the topic of the final question. The players will wager whatever they choose based on how many points they've accumulated over the game, and then I'll give them the final question. Kind of like Jeopardy, a little show you've probably never heard of. Players have 30 seconds to give me their answers, and the final question is the only time players can lose points. Wagering carefully is important because while each player is competing against each other, they're also competing against other players playing this season. Those in the top half get to come back for the Pod Quiz Hotshot Tournament. Now that that's explained, let's go back to the game. Pod Quiz Hotshot. And Rosa, you get to be contestant number one. And this first quiz is called, There's Only One God and He Doesn't Dress Like That. So for this one, I'm going to give you guys a description of a god or goddesses. And then you have to tell me who is being described. All right, here we go. This guy likes to rock togas and robes and can often be seen with a bag of lightning. Quite fitting as he's the Greek god of lightning, thunder, honor, and the ruler of gods and men. The Romans even named the planet after him. Can you say that again? I I heard you say it, but it just came in soft. Yes, correct. Jupiter or Zeus would accept it either answer. Sarah, your first question. You can tell this guy is the Greek god of war. He can often be seen wearing a helmet, running around on a chariot equipped with a spear and flaming torch. The Romans also named the planet after him, too. Ares. Yeah, Ares, the god of war, also known as Mars. Uh, Rosa, your next question. This Egyptian god ruled them all, which makes sense since he's the sun god. If you can't recognize him when he rides his chariot across the sky, surely his giant falcon head gives him away. Tom. No. Sarah, do you want to steal? I know. I cannot think of it right now. It's like right there. Egyptian sun god was called Ra. Uh, I was thinking of the um, the Egyptian uh, pharaoh, Akhenaten, 
who was the one that like combined all of their gods into one. That's where I went wrong. Okay. Yeah, because like I, I know Rod did actually have a name change at one point. Sarah, your next question. This Egyptian god has the head of a jackal. He's the god of the dead who will weigh your heart against a feather, which when you really think about it seems a bit unfair. I want to say Osiris. Uh, no. Unfortunately not. Rosa, do you know who that might be? I, I was going to say also, but let me come up with a different answer then. Um, the guy that, like, ferries you to the other side of the, the river. Um, uh, I feel like I should have studied harder in Caldwell's class. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, got an answer? Yeah, I, I don't don't have one coming up. Uh, that god is Anubis. Ah. Yeah. Oh my god. And how many times have I watched The Mummy? Right, yeah. Or uh, I think it was in American Gods too, which kind of inspired this particular quiz. But, but here we go. Uh, Rosa, your last question in this category. This Norse deity is both the god of war and death. Warriors who die in battle are taken to his great hall, Valhalla. He is easily identified by his flowing white beard and because he has one eye, which he gave for the gift of wisdom. Alright. I believe this is Odin. Yes, Odin. Father of Thor. Also played by Anthony Hopkins. I almost went Thor, but then I thought about it. Okay, Sarah, your last one. This Norse deity is a watchman of the gods. He guards the rainbow bridge and can be seen with the horn Gilahorn. What was that? Heimdall. Yes. Heimdall. Didn't even let me finish the question. I worked all this <laughs> time to do these. And, and you're not even going to let me finish. That's, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, so here we are at the end of uh, the, the first quiz. And scores are tied up 20 each. This is great. This next category is called, and it's just for you, Sarah, because I've made a quiz for both of you guys. Uh, this one is for you, um, and Rosa, she gets it wrong, then you get to steal for half points, as usual. Here we go. This one is called Kimio Beads. Those are little it's beads what? that... It's called what? Kim Kimio Beads. They're beads that in a particular movie uh, people put into, like wounds to heal people and things like that so uh i'm not gonna tell you which movie because that will give away the the uh theme i think but here we go okay. this is all about healing and doctors and nurses because aren't because uh sarah you're in that field right yes yeah so let's see what you know about this kind of stuff uh this alien with a time traveling blue box Claims to be a doctor, but no one knows if he's a PhD or an MD. Was that for me? Yeah, that's for you. That's Doctor Who. Yeah. Okay. Originally played by DeForest Kelly, this doctor who serves on the Enterprise was later played by Carl Urban in the J.J. Abrams reboot. Bones. Uh, I'll take it. Yeah, Doctor McCoy. And the last one. This Shonda Rhimes hit is the longest-running primetime medical drama. Grey's Anatomy. You know what? I'm going to be honest. I had to look that up. I did not know. I would have, if I had been asked that question, I would have gotten it wrong. You might actually like that one. 
I don't know, like, sci-fi and comic book heroes with bad acting is kind of my speed when it comes to television. Well, that's what I thought, too, and then my daughter got me hooked on Grey's, and they hate watching medical dramas with me, because I'm so, like, particular, but I, I'm a Grey's nut, so. Here we are, next quiz. It's called Searching for Bucky. And Rosa, you go first. And in this quiz, what I'm basically going to do is describe a country, and you guys just have to tell me the country that I'm describing. Okay, here we go. In this country, which is also a continent, you can find the Great Barrier Reef, Uluru, which was formerly called Ayers Rock, and Daintree National Park. Australia. Yep. A dingo may eat your baby, too. And can I, can I bring you in on, on the theme? Yeah. Is it, um, is it Black Panther? Oh, that's close. Marvel movies? Yes. <laughs> it's Marvel movies. Where does Australia fit in with Marvel movies? It doesn't, but Searching for Bucky does. Yeah. And so did Kimmy O'Brien's oh, with Black Panther. Oh, okay. I was like, Bucky? Like, cause we have a store here in Texas called Bucky's. Oh, like, really? What? Yes. <laughs> That's why I was confused. I was like, "What?" Yeah, okay. and the the first one is a quote from Captain America. Yeah, Sarah, your first question in the category. In this country, which links Africa to the Middle East, you can find the Great Pyramids, the Sphinx, and the Valley of Kings. Egypt. Yes, Rosa. Your next question. This country is the fifth largest by landmass and the sixth most populous country in the world. Here you can find the Amazon River, the statue of Christ the Redeemer, and the world famous Carnival. Brazil. Yep. Okay, Sarah, your next question. In this island nation, you can find Mount Fuji, pet deer at Nara Park, and see the world famous Cherry Blossom Festival. Japan. Yeah, Japan, which um, I actually spent a lot of time growing up there uh, as a military brat. It's a beautiful country. It's on my list. It's on my to-do list. It's super expensive. It is. Is it really? Yeah. yeah, I did Thailand for like two weeks for like a quarter the price of a similar trip in Japan would have been. Rosa, your last question in this category this country is called the Giant of Africa, as it's an emerging market and has the largest economy in Africa. You can see Kanji Lake National Park, Benin City, and catch a wrestling match, which is the national sport. Nigeria? Yes, good one. Where'd you pull lie. that out of? Nigeria is like, I knew it was one of the biggest economies, if not the biggest in Africa. Uh-huh. And it's one of the larger countries, like size-wise as well. Huh. Congrats! I'm actually impressed. I didn't think, I didn't think that. I was I was torn between Nigeria and South South Africa, and yeah. I feel like South yeah. Africa doesn't usually get referred to as like emerging the way that um, that Nigeria does. Uh, Sarah, your last question: This peninsular country borders Saudi Arabia. You can visit the Doho de- Desert, the Museum of Islamic Art, and in 2020, the World Cup. I have no clue. Uh, Rosa, do you want a chance to steal? Is it Qatar? Yeah, Qatar. And it's funny, too, because, like, I wanted to make sure I pronounced it correctly. So I went to this 
YouTube channel, and this guy had like five different pronunciations for Qatar, which are like apparently correct. And I was just like, okay, you know what? That's too much. I think we all know what yeah. I'm talking about, so Qatar. Okay, the next category is just for you, Rosa. Sarah, if she gets it wrong, you can still, of course. But Rosa, you said that you were a fan of languages. Yes? Yep. Uh, how many do you speak? Because, like, I know you speak Spanish fluently, right? Yeah, so I speak Spanish fluently. Um, I'm, like, passable. Like, I can understand um, pretty well in um, Portuguese, Italian. Um, and I've studied some German. My French is actually, like, passively fluent. When I try to speak French, Spanish tends to come out. Um, I've studied Arabic and um, American Sign Language, and I feel like there's another one in there somewhere. That's impressive. Oh. It is. I barely speak English. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, uh, for a while I, I was passable in Japanese, but then, you know, you don't use it, you lose it kind of a thing. So yeah, uh, My that's... daughter took um, ASL as her language for high school. Oh, that's awesome. I was thinking about picking it up because uh, my brother, he has a newborn. And apparently they say, you know, if you you can sign to your kid before you can speak to him or they can speak back or something like that. I don't know. And it's I've always wanted they to learn. Tend to pick it up really quick. Yeah, they do tend to pick. Yeah, so I'm thinking about maybe maybe learning that. But anyway, so um, Rosa, this is all about languages. Awesome. And, uh, here we go. Your first question. This letter is the most commonly used letter in English, French, Finnish, Norwegian, and Italian. Um, is it E? It is E. Translated into over 500 languages, this book is the most translated book in history. The Bible. Yes. And your last one, sometimes referred to as machine language, this code is the most fundamental level of information stored in a computer system. It is a system that uses only two numbers, one and zero, to store information. Binary. Yes. Clean sweep. I've been I've been trying to learn binary and like hexadecimal also. So I'll add those to my Alrighty. Uh, here we are in the last category, and just for an update on the scores, Rosa, you have 95, and Sarah, you have a total of 70 points. Still anyone's game, really. Um, and this last category is called, wait, so it's Captain America, Captain Marvel, and then Iron Man? So, for this one, I'm going to give you three... Uh, different events or things and you have to tell me the order in which they uh, were created from oldest to newest okay rosa your first one the Colosseum in rome stonehenge and the great pyramids mm. all right i'm gonna go stonehenge then pyramids then Colosseum. oh unfortunately no uh Sarah, you want to take a shot at it? And the they pyramids, were the Stonehenge, and the, the pyramids, Stonehenge, and then the Colosseum. Didn't even need me to tell you what they were. Yeah, 
the Great Pyramids were built in two, uh, 2560 BCE. Stonehenge was built in 2400 BCE. And the Colosseum was uh, built in 80 AD. I feel or, like or they, they were only like a hundred years apart. I feel like the, that's pretty, uh, pretty close. Yeah, definitely. Okay, uh, Sarah, the Taj Mahal, the Great Wall of China, and Machu Picchu. Uh, Machu Picchu, the Great Wall, and the Taj Mahal. No, unfortunately not. Uh, Rosa, do you want to try and steal? Um, do you on. need me she to read them again? Then Great Wall, then Taj Mahal. Is that the order that she said? Uh, she said Machu Picchu, Great Wall, then Taj Mahal. Okay, I'll make sure I don't copy. Um, I'm gonna go Great Wall, then Taj Mahal, then Machu Picchu. Unfortunately, it was close. Uh, the Great Wall of China was built in 700 BCE, Machu Picchu, 1450 uh, CE, and Taj Mahal, the newest one, built in 1643. Okay, for this one, it's comic book related. What were their first appearances in order? Captain America, Spider-Man, and Iron Man. Um, in, in, like, what? Um, like, in the original comic books, in the movies? Oh, I'm sorry. That's a good question. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, uh, we're gonna go, um, in comic book, like, comic book history, their first appearance on, uh, in comics. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna go... Spider-Man, Captain America, then Iron Man. No. Unfortunately, not that particular order. Um, Sarah, do you want to go for the steal? Captain America, Spider-Man, then Iron Man? Yes. Uh, Did you just know? And you, that you was know... even my... <laughs> And I was like, he wouldn't have put him in order. <laughs> I didn't realize I did that until I said it, and then I was like, oh, well. <laughs> there's only three so like it was eventually gonna happen really uh but yeah captain america uh was first first came out in 1941 spider-man in 1962 and iron man in 1963 iron man's a lot earlier than i thought actually i thought he was earlier than that i i thought oh well, i should say spider-man is later than i thought i thought he would have been out like in the 50s or something i was shocked yeah, it was I, 62 i was well, thinking I thought, I thought it was gonna be spider-man first too but then i remembered captain america was uh world war ii mm-hmm. i was thinking he was retro world war ii not like current world war ii oh okay i can see that okay sarah your next question in this category Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. And we're going to go comics when they first appeared in the comics. Superman, Batman, then Wonder Woman. Yes. Superman came out in 1938, Batman 1939, and Wonder Woman 1941. Yes, because of course the women were always last. 
Rosa, your last question in this category. Blade Runner, Star Wars, and Star Trek. And for this, it's when not when they came out like on television or in the movies, but like if they were all set in one universe, what happened first? Oh. Oh. That's a tough one. Ah. God. All right. Man. Um, How is that even possible? That's blowing my mind now. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I'm going to go... I'm going to go... Star Wars, then Blade Runner, then Star Trek. And you would be correct. Yes, because Star Wars happens a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So it's before Blade Runner, (laughs) because Blade Runner happens in the 80s, 2000s-ish. And then Star Trek, of course, is like the 24th century or something like that. So yeah, Star Wars, Blade Runner, then Star Trek. I had a totally different logic for it. Oh, really? What did you have? Yeah. The, the level of technology. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Sarah, your last question. Wally, the princess and the frog, and Frozen. What? Like, if they all well, happen then, in the same universe. Uh, Frozen, princess and the frog, then Wally. Yes. Because Frozen is in, like, I don't know, medieval times or something. Medieval times, yeah. And then current times, and then future. Right. Well, I, I hope think you it would have actually been harder to say which one of those movies came out first. Right, yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I freaking love The Princess and the Frog. You know what? I've actually oh, never I... seen it. Yeah, I same like here. Them. It's on my shame list. <laughs> you... I haven't seen it. Shame on both of you. And I have Disney Plus, so I have no excuse. You have... Okay, then you have no excuse. You have to watch it this weekend. Okay. I have my brother's login for Disney Plus. Does that count? <laughs> You know how there's so the only reason one of the only reasons I still have Disney Plus is because so many people have my login and so many other people use it. So I'm like, well, keep it because all my friends are using it. So I don't feel like I'm wasting money by not logging into Disney Plus. Plus, there's a lot on there. Yeah, Hamilton, of course, which was amazing. Yes, cannot wait to see it again. My mom and my grandmother want to watch it, so I'm like scheduling a screening for them to come over and watch with me. Awesome. Nice. nice. We did it when it first came out Friday. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had a uh, screening and it was just its fun. You know, it's like little things that you can do during COVID times. Um, here here we are in the final. Um, and let me give you guys an update of the scores. You guys have killed it. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Rosa, you have 105 points. And Sarah, you have 100 points. So. Oh, my God. Um, and the topic is the happiest place on earth and the topic is the happiest place on earth and a reminder we can wager up to our score up to your score but then keep in mind that you want to place high so that you can come back in the championship tournament so just throwing that out there that's how much you want to wager, Rosa? Yes. Okay. And here's the final question. According to the World Happiness Report, this Nordic country has the happiest citizenry in the world. While they deliberate on that question, it's time for another fun fact. 
While Scandinavia and Nordic are used interchangeably in the English language, Nordic countries refer to Denmark, Finland, Iceland, Norway, and Sweden, as well as Greenland, and Scandinavian countries are a subset of Nordic countries and include Denmark, Norway, and Sweden. Fun fact. Now let's see how they did. Okay, and let me first start out with what you guys wagered. Rosa, you wagered 96 points. And Sarah, you wagered 25 points. And the correct answer to the question, according to the 2020 World Happiness Report, this Nordic country has the happiest citizenry in the world. The answer is Finland. Uh, Sarah, you said Denmark, unfortunately, which is not right. But Rosa, you got it right with Finland. Denmark's up there, though. Denmark is like one of the top ones. But I don't think Denmark's Nordic, is it? I think only Finland, Sweden, and Norway are Nordic. Yeah, so the final round, um, the final scores, Rosa, big numbers, 201. Uh, Sarah, 75. And yeah. I'll, yeah, don't, hey, 75, so far, it's a good number to have. It's a good number to have. Um, but I want to thank you guys for doing this show with me. I really appreciate it. hope you had a lot of fun. Uh, until next week, I will see you all later for Pod Quiz Hotshot. I want to thank you all for listening. This has been an episode of Pod Quiz Hotshot. Pod Quiz Hotshot is produced by me, Reggie. It is distributed on Anchor, a podcasting platform for the podcasting enthusiasts. Go to anchor.com to try it out and start podcasting for free today. We are Pod Quiz Hotshot on all the socials. If you could do us a solid, please share, rate, review, and subscribe any place podcasts can be found. While this season of the show is wrapped up in the bag, check out the show's Twitter if you are interested in being a participant the next season of Pod Quiz Hotshot. We'll see you next week with another episode. Thank you for listening.